Hello. Hola. Bonjour. Welcome back to another episode of Silent Hills. This is episode number 17. Uh, we're going to talk about the Marvel movies of 2021. We're going to be ranking the Marvel movies, not all the Marvel projects, not including the newly series that Marvel went ahead and they entered back into the series because you know Daredevil is like the movies, but it's not really it's it's, it's long. We're gonna be ranking all the Marvel movies, not the series, um, because I am a, I am going to be ranking all the Marvel projects, total ever, Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, and um, Phase Four, ranking those. Um, and right before that, I'm gonna be doing a series, ranking all the Marvel twenty, but that might actually not come out. I might just put it in the, just in the entire thing. Might might, might make that. I think I just might. I'm 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 rambling right now. But we're not, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Marvel movies 2021. A few weeks ago, not a few weeks. Um, last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, last week. Last week. Uh, and a little bit more. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness came out. There is an episode coming on. Uh, Multiverse of Madness. I will soon talk me me talk about it. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. Again, we're talking about the Marvel movie twenty two one. Four movies released: Eternals, Shang Chi, Spider Man No Way Home, and Black Widow. Now, let's rank it. You might hate me for this, but it's my opinion, and I'm this guy with a microphone that watches movies, so you can't say anything you want. But I'm this guy with a microphone. Fourth movie, Shang Chi. Okay, 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 okay. I know what you're thinking right now. Why, why, why? So saying, I wrote this outline for this part episode months ago. <laughs> so some of my notes don't really make sense. Such as I didn't like the writing of the movie in some sort of ways. I I, I loved it. Probably was like the sort of arrangement in the storyline, which is I didn't really understand the storyline. I understand I understand the storyline, but it was more complicated for me. Like, I mean, it was like more, more the generic route. Um, I feel like, ah, uh, it's been a while. Gee, uh, let's go. The spoilers, just saying, spoilers for all of these movies. Katie figures out that his, his that her best friend, Shang-Chi, is actually some sort of hero. Dude can do karate. And they're targeting him because of his necklace, yes, that his dad, Zhu Wen Wan's martial arts master essentially confronts the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into the web of the mysterious Tanning's organization, Iron Man, um, villain. It was like, it wasn't a generic route. Like, the father and son have this clash. The father realizes, I made a mistake. I should have never done this to you. I'm sorry. Now I have to own up to you. He gives up, makes a son win. <laughs> That's the general route. Yeah, sacrifices. Then this movie, um, the father gives up the rings to Shang Chi, and then you have the entire battle. But now I need to figure out what the rings are. There's this calling the credits. What does the rings mean? They still haven't shown us that. They're keeping on our toes. They're making us remember Shang Chi. It's a good movie. Okay. It's a good movie, but it just not, did not stick with me. You know, it was more of an introduction movie more than 
um, a movie to set up a plot, a future plot. You know, one of those books where there's just small details that you'll never know. That's really important until the big movie comes out. Until until the main plot reve- the the main plot, the, the the villain, the the why, the hows get revealed. Shang-Chi might be that small detail that later might be that important in the storyline, which is Secret Wars. I believe it's Secret Wars. I think it's Secret Wars. <laughs> Third movie from 2021, Black Widow. Many people didn't like it, but low-key, I enjoyed it. You know, it was not in... It wasn't... It was delayed multiple times because, you know, the thing hit and... And delayed it, <laughs> but not as Morbius. Morbius like delayed many times. Uh, the introduction of Yelena Balova, Natasha Romanoff's sister, this character is 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 magnificent. Okay, probably the the portrayal of Yelena Balova made it good, but the writers of this made this like really connection that that people that, that people viewers that can really relate to with with um. The sister, the sister, um, tough love. That really made me like it because of the sister tough love. Like, why do you post like this? Like, you're such a poser. <laughs> I like, I like how writers like added these little jokes that, add little jokes between that really show them that they're sisters because that that tough love, that made it funny as well. And like, you know, it showed us the backstory of Natasha, of her family, and what happened between that time and Civil War. And in Infinity War, because they left Civil War, because they were seen as the villains, as, you know, Stark. Um, Stark. I'm revisiting, revisiting Civil War. But, you know, Stark, between, yeah, and then you saw them in Infinity War, like, she had this full coat when she had, like, the vest. And then we actually saw that, because Yelena gave it to Natasha. But then I wrote this. <laughs> When uh, Scarlett John- Johansson was suing Disney, hmm? <laughs> damn. <laughs> We're at game number two, second best movie of 2021 from Marvel, Eternals. Now this was this movie really lo- I loved it. You know, I didn't watch it until like after. I only watched it till next. I think Eternals. Eternals. Released on November five. I didn't watch it until January. <laughs> I didn't watch it in the cinemas. Um, but you in Shang-Chi you could say that's the same thing. It was a different movie to all the movies that Marvel has ever done. It was it was a different concept, you know. And it um the storyline was perfect. Something some stuff did not make sense though. You know, it could have been the best movie, but obviously the movie that was left was Spider-Man No Way Home. This came out. The character development is 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 insane because in these multiple Eternals, you see, there's the character development in each and every one of them. Um, it's uh, well, come on, Cameron. Yeah, man. Icarus. There you go. He was... Beginning, if I can still remember this. 
he was that character that was, he was this person that was intent on leading. He wanted to be that leader after the leader, after Isaac passed away. Icarus wanted to be that, that leader, you know? And then when he didn't get that, you know, you know, there's that, obviously, anger that he didn't get that role. But, you know, he lived with it. But then he became the villain, sort of, yeah. To let release, not really the villain, but, like, he sided with the um, the Deviants, Battle of the Deviants, you know. They battled the Deviants. I I forgot the story. It's been a while since I've watched this movie. But then he realizes I made this mistake, you know, that because it's Icarus and Cersei, there's this love between them. And he sees that he made a mistake on Cersei. And he he flies into the sun. That's the character development. Like it's that character development is really great. And I mean, let's talk about Druig. He starts as the the guy that's just there, but then he's ambitious. He's ambitious. Like he wants to be the leader. Like because their job as Eternals is to not interfere with what's happening in the world. He interferes. You know. That's what he wants the power. He's ambitious. And you know, later, when this entire problem is coming on, we see him again, and he's still that same person. He's still that arrogant guy. But as the movie goes on, you really get to know him, and he really gets to, to change into in, into the hero, you know, saving, you know, preventing the release of this deviant, of the, of the Eternal, the big Eternal. Um, yeah. That's writing right there. You know, it set up a lot of questions for future movies and questions about the past. Where were they when Thanos came to Earth? It was explained in the movie, but why not interfere? Also, there was Sprite. The, the character of Alan Sprite was also great. You know, but also when. When? Jeez, who is it? Crow. It's all Celestials. It's not the Eternals. Celestials. It's Crow. There you go. Crow. Um, was seen when he showed himself to Cersei and uh, uh, uh yeah, I showed him Cersei. You've shown, and nobody was scared. Oh, Cersei, and... Oh, jeez. Cersei, and... Black Knight. Kit. Harrington's character. Um, they, they were shown, like, why was no people really... Like, it was visibly seen, as well as the celestial show that was left in the mountains, like, frozen. It was seen. You know, what, what happens now? Who... Who fixes that? Who cleans it up? You know, and and now we also have the questions of the credit scene with Star Fox, Harry Styles, entering the Marvelverse, and also Black Knight, the the Midnight Sun. I think it's called yeah, the Midnight Sun. Is the Midnight Sun gonna get introduced anytime soon? You know, it really did set up a lot of questions for future movies and questions about the past. 
Now, the best movie. Spider-Man, no way home. It was the biggest thing at the end of last year. The best movie. And Marvel has ever not made. No. No. Yeah, no. It had so much nostalgia. This is a big. Uh, if you still haven't watched it, what are you doing? It's been so publicized. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire being back in Spider-Man suits really saw it. Well, when I was growing up, like when I was young, jeez, I'm not that old. Jeez, when I was um, the first Spider-Man I ever watched was Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Then it was entire behind the scenes of buying some Sony rights and stuff. Story arc from Spider-Man Far From Home, um, which was really interesting. Like, it was almost really replicated the last, the last, um, the last um, frame. Cause it's kind of impossible to do that because people change over time. But they actually still like all the extras are back. The exact same costumes were back. Um, the writing was was really um, spot on. Like for Spider-Man: No Way Home and Eternals, writing were the best. And, like, if you probably put the writers of Spider-Man knowing home with Shang-Chi, I would have probably liked Shang-Chi. But, and uh, the camera work was interesting with, with the type of shots that they used. You know, with, with especially for the action scenes, it was, like, high angle, low angle, high angle, low angle. Um, I think high angle shows more power and low, no, high angle shows less power, hi, low, low angle shows more power. Those were shots in it, so... Yeah, with those type of shots, really, everything was spot on. It was, everything was correct. It was really spin out. And, like, I feel like this was the biggest project of all this. Um, it was nostalgia for many viewers. And that's what made it the best because the way it was promoted. And it was, like, supposed to be promoted as uh, Doctor Strange and uh, Sp- um, Spider-Man have a civil war between them. That would have not gotten sales at all. But I'm glad that they sticked with the way that the multiverse is breaking. Because I'm excited to see this multiverse breaking. I'm going to speak more about the multiverse breaking in the um, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness episode. But yeah, that is all for episode 17 of Soyman Says Marvel Movies 2021 Rankings. That is it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Make sure you, you head and follow. Um, hit that follow, you know, does help. Download the episode, does help. And uh, just share the um, podcast. Yeah, that is all. And I will see you for episode 18. See you. See you. Jeez, voice crack. See you. <laughs>